Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Game five in a best of seven is always called the pivotal. It always comes with that pivotal game five. Is that uh, whose yacht is that that we're seeing? That's more the uh, taxi. taxi. It's the water taxi. taxi, It shows you how much I know about yachts. (laughs) Yeah, what yacht? I'm like, that's a water taxi. That's a water taxi, dummy. I'm on a water water taxi? taxi? Still haven't. I guess we have to have a field trip. Well, no, really I mean, think. well, because I don't think, well, do they start, I don't think they start running at the time that we need to be here. No, just no. in general, just in weekends general. or whatever, I just have it. Just we were one. sitting on out the other day and, and people were on like tours and stuff. And I was telling my kids, we need to go. They talk about, you go look like a tour. So I said, so what? I don't no, care. I'll take the water taxi. It's not no, no, thing. it was the, the, like, the it was called line? the Manhattan two or something like oh, that. Oh, where you go around, you see like Statue of Liberty. Yeah, I haven't, I've never done that. I think I'm going to do El, that. Isn't that, the circle, isn't cool that the circle line, right? Isn't that what that is? The circle line does it. It's that, a bunch it? of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I need to check that out though. Yeah. Just to see what. Or Jay could bring his yacht down and you could just jump in that and then we could just go around the island. I didn't have a 10 plus year in the NFL. What are you talking to me about that? <laughs> Anyway, well, Kiki, you get it like docking at Jay's house. <laughs> anyway, it, it, it's I want to do that though, just to check it out, just see because I've never. That would be a cool day though. Been on that, you would like that. That'd be a cool day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got I hope it's clean though, man. It probably won't be clean. I've been thinking about. You talking <laughs> Look, about, you you about public like, transportation mm-hmm. in New York City, and you want it to be clean? Are you new here? I mean, <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, I might have to bring my wipes and stuff. That's For sure, of, we're gonna a bring a lot of wipes. Hundred percent. It's a whole lot of wiping. That's yeah, a whole lot of wiping. I want to do it, though, because I think it'll be cool. I've never done that before. <laughs> hey, see, cool. oh, yeah. he's going to have Lysol holstered, just All ready the time. to go. Don't want to touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Keyshawn J. Will zoom it. And we're coming to you live, speaking of which, from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. So, as I was mentioning before, it's Game 5. And Game 5 in a best of seven, you always say pivotal. Game five, because the most part, it's either going to be an elimination game or it's going to be the one that turns the series one way or another. Hey, quick question before you get into this. I was thinking about this last night. Mm-hmm. Is this the worst um, roster that we've seen KD play with currently without James Harden and Kyrie? Has, it, has he ever played with a worse roster? With a worse collection? Collection. I mean, I, I, and it's not a knock to the players. Like, look, Joe Harris no. is, is talent. I'm just saying, uh, talent wise. Yes. Maybe yes. go with like it's least not talented. Least talented. Not okay, that's talented. a better way of phrasing it. Yeah, because yeah, if you go to OKC and you think about Brooke and all them and Harden and whatever, and he always had one, yeah, and Big Perk and the whole whatever, that's over with. Then you go to Golden State, we know what that is, and then Brooklyn, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just it's, just it's to put hard. it into perspective for you. So when people say, "Hey, you know, tonight all falls on the shoulders of KD," I'm like. Okay. Well, it's going to fall on the shoulders of KD because... Understood. I'm just saying you can't lose sight of who else KD is playing with. Like, But nobody wants but, to talk about that stuff when it comes but what to... I no, no we don't. But we what don't. I was going to do is, as we always do, we're going to weave the conversation into LBJ. That's what we're going to do. We're going to take... Well, because it's the comparison. It's he's going to be the comparison. But that's because he's the standard setter in if, this generation. If you take what you just said about the collective talent that's left without the other two... Yeah. And then you take LBJ's whatever worst Poopy Gibson and company, Matthew Dell. Whatever. Oh, and then you, yeah. you know, you're like, well. All right. Can I, though? But that's why the skill sets are so different, though, from what KD does and how he impacts the game to how LeBron impacts the game. But that's not what passing the, But that's not what they I, look at. I know. That's what we look at, though, Key. Yeah, but that's not how we see him. It. I'm Mr. When Reporter. people write the right. narratives about it, 
it automatically becomes well. KD can't carry. You're like, well, hold All right, on a well, second. Well, can I give you a different narrative? Sure. That I want that that I think would be also to me is a bigger storyline for tonight than what Kevin Durant does because you do have that. Well, he's missing two stars and great, yes, great expectations on his shoulders, no doubt, from a Brooklyn standpoint. And again, game five tonight, Bucks Nets coverage starts 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. I'd like to look at it this way. I think this is a must-win for the Bucks. I think oh, for yeah. Giannis, I know you're on the road. I don't care. You have to look at this if you're Giannis as a MVP, as a guy that is wants to be in that conversation with these great players. Okay, I, this is not going to be one of these. Just stick to our game, play our game. No, 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 no. This is dominate. I am out. Dominate. To win this game and bring this series back home and win this thing and move on. And now I shut the door on everything people are saying about me and our team and how we can't win. I, you got to get this game tonight. Have to. I call it taking advantage. He okay. has to take advantage yes. of the opportunity when they're shorthanded in Brooklyn. You, you, when he you, should guard KD when you the are, whole game. When you are considered or you consider a peers consider or whatever no. the case is, at the top of the game, and you see this right here, now you got to go for blood. You have to be, oh, they shorthanded? Oh, I'm going to take advantage yes. of them. Yeah. I'm about to show them what time it is, and That's I don't how I care. Feel. Yeah. I'm going to be a bully in this situation. I know they're weak. I'm going to be the bully in this situation, and that's what Giannis has to do. And yeah. I, I don't know if I want Giannis guarding KD the whole game. I, I'll give you I this love P.J. Tucker. I do, too. Guarding that from Here's a physicality perspective. I know that Steve Javi told us yesterday that the officials officiate just like it's the regular season, but you can't tell me that this game is not going to be a little bit closely monitored about how physical P.J. has been with KD and how much they're going to allow. That's fine. I don't so care. I got six fouls again. I might want to save that. No. I think if you're Giannis, no, you want well, you can run no. them both at you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I run yeah. both, and I, I do it right from the beginning of the game. This is going to be a physical game. Nothing's going to be easy snake, for you. Every, every ball screen, you're going to get blitzed. Right. And you know what we're going to do if you're the Bucks? This is what you can't do. You can't settle into, like, we're just going to try to shoot threes. Punish them in the paint. Mm-hmm. There's nobody to answer you, Brooke Lopez. There's nobody to answer you, Giannis. You punish them in the paint. You guard KD. And you know what, Joe Harris? You got to make six or seven threes. Blake Griffin, you got to do all I these crazy things. I was about to say, for Blake Griffin, this is the game that he needs to become Blake Griffin again. This Blake particular Joe. game. Yeah, yeah he, needs to, he needs to be whatever he mustered, whatever energy he can get out of the situation – he needs to become that slam dunk champion. Big game for Steve Nash, certainly as well, but a big game for Mike Budenholzer. Big Puts game it. for Mike Budenholzer because, you know, uh, and that's been the talk. Remember, we had Woj on, and, and, you know, and Woj has reported after the first two games when things look really dire for the Bucks, how, well, everybody's watching now. They're keeping an eye on things. They want to see how the Bucks respond, and that it felt like Coach Bud might be on the hot seat. And remember, yesterday when we talked to Woj, he, he did talk about. How this season ends could impact his future with the franchise. Listen, I think Mike Budenholzer, you know, we can judge this game to game with him, but I think in Milwaukee, they wanted to see that it looked different and that they feel that the organization, that the team with the roster they have now had progressed. It is hard to be judged for any team in this league against Brooklyn when they're at full strength. We we could fire 29 coaches in this league because they can't beat the Brooklyn Nets. That doesn't really make sense. But I think for Milwaukee and Mike Budenholzer, you're right, especially with the injuries now, they have an opportunity here to break through. And if they do, I think that's going to certainly impact positively his future moving forward. That's the point. It's that, okay, it's hard to judge anybody against the big three because they're just so good. But now with the injuries, you judge him even more. 
Yeah, you do. But it, but I understand what Woj is saying there. And, Jay, you can chime in on this one to help me out. It's not like Milwaukee is chopped liver. I mean, they got three dudes over there, too. May not be MVPs right. every year and all that. But they got three you cats, right. too. Drew Holiday is not chopped liver, and neither is Middleton. I know we put a lot on Giannis, but them dudes getting $30 million a year, too, for a reason. So, you know, but based on them being injured, Jay, you got to take advantage of it. They've got to do a great job in coaching, and the players got to play. You better win this game. You, a, if you don't have – if there's no James Harden or Kyrie, there, like there's no excuse for you not to win this game, and you should win it in a dominant fashion. I mean, Steve Nash – said it yesterday. Key was like, look, we are very predictable. You're still going to be predictable. <laughs> KD has to get 40. He has to in order for them to have a chance. You don't have a point So guard. you know where they're going. Mm-hmm. You go, you stop it. Because my thing is, if you just happen to lose this game and then James Harden maybe comes back in a game six in Milwaukee, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem. You're buying more time for Harden. You don't want to do that. You, you do don't want to give James Harden you, more you time to have back. them. You want to have two chances to end the series rather than now face a must-win at home with the, uh, with the possibility that they will get stronger with the addition of James Harden. Now, Malika Andrews had the latest on, on Kyrie and Harden, so Kyrie's going to miss game five, as Jay said, with that sprained ankle. Hey, speaking of it, real quick. Yeah. Is, are we not going to talk about like, the text conversation that we didn't all have yesterday about how some people out there feel like Giannis came in and kind of deliberately. We had a put call himself. yesterday. We had a, a call yesterday on it too that we talked about at the end of the show, and we still have plenty of time left in the show. I know we do. So I'm just to get to that. I just wanted to give the latest, of course, on this. Nash saying no idea whether or not Kyrie will be able to return to the series. James Harden definitely out tonight as well. So again, oh, he's definitely out. I thought he was working out. The team said uh, that he is out for Game Five. That's what the team said, according to Malika. Wow. So we'll get more okay. uh, uh, later on in the show. So again, Kevin Durant. The last man standing. Speaking of a coaching change, by the way, as we were just just discussing coaches, there's one in the Pacific Northwest that might be living up to the team's name. That's after Key has this from Hulu. Still pounding on that remote control night after night? Hulu has all the shows and movies you love. And before you ask, do they have The Hands Made Tale or Grey's Anatomy or Sports Center? The answer is simply yes. Whether you're into live sports or news or award-winning originals and premium channels, it's time to have Hulu. Hulu plans start at $5.99 for thousands of shows, movies, and Hulu's originals. And you can add other premium channels as well and live TV. And it's all on the same app, so you're not having to download a million things. Keep the drama on your TV and keep streaming. Simple. It's time to have Hulu. Restrictions do apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Michael is in Queens. Michael, what's up, man? You guys are great. It's the greatest morning show. I got a ton of options in the tri-state area. Say it again. You guys are intelligent, intuitive, and just plain fun. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Let's run the point, Jay. Take the ball. Let's go. Here we go. Number five. At five. Adrian Wojnarowski. Sources, NBA Competition Committee next, met Monday to further explore rule changes to restrict unnatural motions on jump shots players use to draw fouls. NBA wants to limit players, including stars like Trey Young, James Harden, from leaning backwards and sideways to draw fouls. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, NBA. That is right. Congratulations. Is it, is it right, though? Yes. Well, I, I – I, I don't know how you're supposed to guard this action key. If I'm chasing you over a yeah, ball and screen stop. and you just stop and lean yes. back into me and shoot, yes. you go to the free throw line. I'm like, what, well, how am I supposed to even do anything? Well, because you shouldn't be that close to me. That's defense. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm defending but, but you. I have to be me, close to you give to me defend enough you. space. And the reason I say that the way I say it is because in football, if, I'm, if I beat you and the ball is slightly underthrown and you're chasing me, I'm naturally taught to slow down and allow you to run up my back, and guess what's going to happen? I get the yellow flag. Get the flag. Well, All day long. That's what I'm saying. You can't cheat the system anymore. I know you love it because you know how to play the system, but I like that there are measurements put in place for players not to be able to cheat the system anymore. See, I, I don't and like And it's a that. skill set. I give them credit for it, but there's a big difference between what you're – But there's a big difference between what you're talking about and this. This is not a natural basketball move, which is the, the whole idea. You are not heading towards the basket when you're doing that. You're stopping and going the wrong way. Well, I'm doing my that, step back. That doesn't make sense. Well, I, I, I'm stepping back. Well, if you, if you want to do a step back into yeah, me, okay. that's but, what I'm saying. You can't stop. No, no, this is about pull up step and back. jump backwards. You jump upright for your shot. You jump forward. You don't jump. How you backwards. gonna tell me what or how I want to shoot my jet? Oh my goodness, I can't. I'm Look, just trying I, to defend I, I, I love, those. I, I, I'm I love Trey Young. Trey Young's top three in the league in free throw attempts per game yeah. because he does this all the time. He does. Now, okay, the game's gonna change if they pass it. Still I, score your twenty, just do it differently. This floater game you. is still good. It's, it's still just you don't great. need. I call it the fender bender, right? Because it's what happens. Like you hit the brakes. I love it. Yeah. And whoever's next to you or behind you just Jay runs right up. A couple up. weeks ago on the phone and asked him, I don't know who it was, but I was like, remember I called you? And I was you like, did, yeah. Why did he do? Yeah. I said, why did he do that? That was stupid. And I mean, like the defender. Yeah. I'm like, why would he? Well, you're do chasing, that? Like, get out of the way. Over the screen, right? Yeah. But it's very difficult to defend, and they they've got to do something about it. It's just not a natural play. Go ahead, Jay. All right. At four. Luca's future in Dallas. Ooh. Wasn't it a couple of months ago that I had Luca on the Knicks and everybody's like, you're an idiot. What are you talking well, about? You got Luca to different teams. I'm like, well, look, I just, I happen to talk to people and you start understanding, you know, players aren't that happy with situations. Now, there was a report that came out, The Athletic by Tim Cotto and Sam Amick. Uh, it was great talking about Luca disliking the Mavericks de facto co-general manager. I might butcher his name, Haralibus. Bulgaris, and here's the quote, the most influential voice within the Mavericks front office since joining the team, either initiating or approving virtually every transaction made over the past two seasons. Those same sources add that Bulgaris has frequently gone on as far as scripting the starting lineups 
and rotations for a long-term head coach, Rick Carlisle. Now, this is where it gets interesting, right? Literally, during one of the games in the playoffs, Volgara stood up and you saw him go, like, calm down, pumping his hands down. And you saw Luca say, you blinking calm down, literally going at him. So if you're talking about who is surrounding Luca with the talent to win a championship, it sounds like there's some trust issues brewing in Dallas. I wonder what kind of conversations that will lead to and what teams Luca will potentially look Interesting at. Interesting that Rick Carlisle's name has come up in some other job openings oh, is it? maybe he's been there a bit long and might want a change of scenery is it is it interesting but, no, but I, i'll tell you i will say this though i trust mark cuban i trust mark cuban to always recognize a situation that all right this is not good for business so let me make the changes to make it so, good for business well, garris was a I professional gambler for a very long time <laughs> made millions of dollars before he lost a lot of money then created an algorithm that they now use to build out this team so yeah. okay i hear what you're saying I'm just saying people from the other side are like, oh, you but put a professional gambler in a place to make personnel decisions. <laughs> a, week a, a, a week and yeah. a half ago, Lucas said that it's a no-brainer on the – if max. he makes the max, super, it's a no-brainer. Super super oh, yeah, you, take, you signed the contract. So if you sign the contract, he's stuck there for a couple years. No, no. A couple years? A couple years, but I, I, I keep trying to tell – Are you trying to talk think, about are a you thinking bef- Are you thinking – you're so far ahead, though, Jay. I mean – I mean, Anything but, but, can happen, true, but if I sign a deal, you know you got him for at least two years, at least. But hey, all I'm saying, or you know how this is, Keith. We've talked about this multiple times. Players are acting as de facto general managers now, too. Oh, yeah, he should have some say. Well, this is why you do it now. You put this stuff out now so that you Fix get it. the changes you want, and then everything's fine. And like I said, I trust Mark Cuban to recognize when something's bad for business, he will fix it. Okay. That's At three. KD... Versus P.J. Tucker. The best matchup to watch individually in basketball. Both Texas's finest. Both played at UT. P.J. Tucker wow. held KD to nine points in game four on 25% shooting. Now, some people came out. Steve Nash said there were some questions around the physicality of the play. This is playoff basketball, y'all. This is what we want to see. So, like... We always talk about, hey, has the game gotten soft? Tic-tac fouls, hand-check fouls. We want to see the game revert back to the way games was back in the 90s. I'm telling you who's not complaining about it. I don't see KD complaining about it. word. He loves this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. This is Rucker Park to him. So tonight is setting up for a colossal, colossal matchup. And that's why I said, you know, I'm – I know Giannis got first team defensive player of the year, and I know Perk had issues with that. That should go to Jimmy Butler. That's fine. But, like, I don't care about seeing Giannis guard KD. P.J. Tucker is that dude on this team who wants to guard him. And, I look, at the ballroom, P.J. had nothing but love for KD. Major respect all the time. And that's why he's rising to this challenge because he feels like he can do it. Jay, explain, explain if, if – because people think, like, the way he's playing him, he's getting after him like a dog, like there's anger – that, I look at it like he's showing KD the ultimate respect by playing him as hard as he's playing him. Does that make sense to you? I mean, look, when we were in the boardroom doing it, I mean, PJ had nothing but respect to KD all the time, asked him questions about business, and actually talked about the fact that KD's shoes, knew the shoes that he wore back when KD came out with his first signature shoe. PJ's like, studying the game, like a savant of the game head. that way, yeah. right? Loves it. But that doesn't mean that he's not trying to bring that every single day he plays hoops. Like, this is who these two dudes are. They're going to bark at each other. And then when the game's over, they got nothing but love for each other. But this is what you pay money to see. Mm. This is what basketball is all about. I like it. I'm watching it. I like it. Kate. At two. Okay. Foul. 
Number two, <laughs> all the hate that came their way. Where's the hate now? All the hate about Mike Greenberg saying, "I want to, we, we should bring Mike Greenberg on the show." I'm going out there. His load management rant play, was fantastic. And I though. pay money, and I get it. I get it. But you know what else Mike Greenberg will be doing if the Clippers didn't win? We'd be talking about Clippers just fizzling out once again. Fizzling out once again. They're always hurt. Somebody doesn't care. I'm just saying, it, it's, it's great for conversations like this. And Greedy is my boy. We going back and forth with each other on this, right? Because now they're one of the most healthy teams in the playoffs. And now it's 2-2 against Utah against the Utah Jazz, and now we're sitting here talking about, man, the Clippers can win the whole damn thing. It's amazing, isn't it? Isn't that, it? Did they, did they do it right? Like, did they get – like so, so it's, remember, Ty Lue was the one who said it. The strategy it looks right right now. Was that health mess around over and, everything else? It looks and right look at, now, and they mess around and don't advance. It, it won't matter. I hear, but you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, right? So I watched Joel Embiid's injured. Mm-hmm. Mike Conley injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie, James Harden injured. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams are injured. But I'm yeah, not but, talking but, about – I understand it's luck, too. Yeah, I get it. But Kyrie's had nothing to do with load management. Now, keep I in understand. mind, Kawhi. James Harden, though. Kawhi did bump knees with uh, Joe Ingles late in the game, and he left the game. He had a little tweak in that knee and left the game, said he'd be all right, said he'd be fine, but certainly something to keep ice, an eye nothing, on. A little ice and a little dust. He'll be all right. Put some tussin on it. Last up, this one is the most important. Come on, man. And running point. You got to be ready to shoot, man. My fault you got wobbly hands. Triangle down. Trailblazer to blaze a trail. Hmm. It's time, Dame. Dame has the opportunity, and I know it's going to be the right opportunity because I actually really believe in her. Becky Hammond is one of the most special, gifted coaches in the NBA. She's the first woman head coach to ever coach a team in the NBA when Coach Greg Popovich got ejected. Her basketball resume speaks for itself. A legend within the WNBA, but time spent with the organization since 2014. Any player I talk to when they talk about Becky Hammond says that she is beyond her years as it relates to her basketball IQ. She is more than qualified for the job. Now, look, I know Chauncey Billups. There's other candidates out there who are great candidates. I'm not saying they're not. But Dame, who is a basketball savant who loves basketball, if you were to take the time to talk to Becky, we'd see what Becky is all about. And I know there are other names involved. Don Staley's involved. Her name should be involved as well. Head coach of South Carolina. You got guys like Mike D'Antoni involved, Chauncey Billups involved. But I'm pulling for Becky Hammond because she's more than qualified, and she's going to be a trailblazer to be a trailblazer. If there's a sport that would have the first woman head coach of the majors. It would be the NBA. You could see it as the NBA. Yes. Why the NBA? I just think it's the way the NBA has been progressive in a lot of issues across the board. They've been the first to really address a lot of things, and I think this has been one of them. They've been adamant about. I'll give you another reason. I'm not saying that doesn't. No, put but, but I'll, give you, I'll give you another reason that I think is it goes beyond even that. Of, of the four major sports, basketball is the one sport where the women's game and the men's game, obviously not at the same level. But they're the same game. Same principle, same, same – yeah. It, it, you don't have, obviously, football. There isn't really, you know, a, a major league for that. Hockey, the same thing. Baseball, the same thing. It's actually a different sport than softball in some ways. But basketball is the one sport where – and you see a lot of NBA players who admire the WNBA game, will follow yeah. the WNBA game, will watch it, will support it. 
And so with that in mind, I think a lot of, like he just said, I think the principles are very similar. The coaching is similar. similar. And if you know the game, you know the game. And if you Mm -hmm. talk to any of the top-level women's players, they can talk circles around you about the game. So you respect that. Information is what you respect the most out of your coach. Mm -hmm. Plus, when you think about the hierarchy, the NBA has already got, like, the, they're on the bench. They're already there. Like, they're there. Yeah, yeah, presence. Where presence. the presence is there. In in football, it's it's more of it's assistant to the assistant coach, and they haven't really taken over a unit themselves. They're not the offensive, defensive coordinator. Right. So there's always an excuse for that from the NFL standpoint. From the NBA, Becky Hammond's right there. Like mm-hmm. you said, Jay, she was the first female to coach in the NBA game when, when Coach Pop got uh, ejected from the game. So – they're already there. She's already there. It's, so it's like it's easy. It's just yeah. it's an easy transition. No problem at all. Why not do it now? Whether it's the Trailblazers or one of these other teams that have a vacancy, if it fits the criteria, let's have it happen. Yeah, no, and I, I love that as a topic. I think it's it's going to happen eventually. But even again, beyond the idea of breaking a barrier, I just think it's a it feels more of a natural kind of thing for the I league. Mean, look, there's even a billboard right next to TD Arena, TD Garden. Uh, in Boston, saying hire Kara or Becky, like a company literally took out a billboard. So like there is a push It'll be for there to be a first woman's head coach in the mm-hmm. NBA. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah, we we shall see it coming up, no doubt about it. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. So how <laughs> is one team replacing a future Hall of Fame quarterback as they get ready for minicamp today? That's after Sports Center. Leonard against O'Neal, driving to his left, Leonard to the rim. Oh, Kawhi Leonard, a major poster. He just put Derek Favors into the earth. Well, that was a poster dunk for Kawhi Leonard as the Clippers even their series with the Jazz, 118-104 in game four. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George led the way in scoring 31 points each, becoming the fifth pair of teammates. Since the 76-77 merger with 30 points in each in back-to-back playoff games. Game five of this series, Wednesday night in Utah. In the East, Trey Young and the Hawks rally to win game four, 103-100. Trey Young went for 25 with a career-high 18 assists. The Hawks trailed by as many as 18 points, but came back for the win in the second half. The 18-point comeback, Hawks largest in a playoff game in the last 25 seasons for the Sixers. Joel Embiid had 17 points, 21 rebounds, but he was 0 for 12 from the field in the second half. That knee still bothering him. This series now heads back to Philly for game five, also Wednesday night. To the ice, the Vegas Golden Knights beat the Canadiens from Montreal. 4-1 to in game one of their Stanley Cup semifinals. So Montreal had not trailed for 447 minutes and 8 seconds, which is the second longest streak in NHL history. That stopped in this game. So game two of this series, Wednesday night in Vegas. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. It's time for some Straight Talk. Cutting your wireless bill in half feels good. Home run of the night, good. Straight Talk offers 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. So we're talking about Replacing a Hall of Fame quarterback, an MVP, a well-known, a big name in the sport. And for a change, it's not Aaron Rodgers. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance, making it easy to bundle your home 
and car insurance. So let's talk with Diana Rossini, who joins us on the Goodyear hotline, about not Aaron Rodgers and the Packers for a change, but another quarterback that's being replaced, and that would be Drew Brees and the Saints in their first year without him for a long time. And it's Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, and what's happening between those two. Should we assume it's Jameis Winston as QB1, Diana? First of all, Alan, can you just stay with me all day long as I go through the ESPN car wash of shows today? The fact that you don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers <laughs> as our first topic. Uh, I applaud you. It's why I enjoy working with you. <laughs> uh, and here's the thing, though. The Saints are such a good topic to discuss right now this time of year because I truly believe this is going to be the best training camp that we're going to see across the league. I think New England is obviously going to be really interesting as Mac Jones continues to get better, as we've seen over the OTAs the last 10 days. But, um, you know, down in New Orleans, you have Sean Payton here, who really has shown a lot of support for Taysom Hill. We got a little taste of Hill last year. I don't think he blew anyone's doors away, right? I don't think any of us are sitting here going, we know who the starter is. He's the guy. But we also have heard, and at least I have heard, and have had tons of conversations with people in New Orleans about Jameis Winston and just what he's been able to do. He's working out with his receivers now, going, you know, obviously trying to get better and and improve his relationship with his teammates. That is really one of the things that has stood out about Jameis from what I hear in terms of just his connection with this team. And and guys, I've, I've covered New Orleans for Gosh, it feels like almost a decade at this point. Um, and they have a really strong locker room. It's Drew Brees' team, you know? So the fact that last year Jameis Winston was able to build a lot of support in that locker room as well, I think says a lot. So do I think Jameis Winston is going to win the competition? I do. But I do think we do have to have the attitude going into this that they're going to give both these guys their best shot to win the job. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it, it. For me, I kind of I'm close to the situation in New Orleans a little bit, and I don't have any firsthand yeah. knowledge or anything like that. But I just feel and sense, knowing Sean a little bit, that in the end, Jameis Winston will pull through, and Taysom Hill will be in his Taysom Hill role. Speaking of pulling through, in New England, there's some contract dispute going on with Stephon Gilmore. We think allegedly these are the rumors that's out there. He's not at mandatory minicamp. He'll be fine, I'm sure, $93,000 for not being there. What are you hearing coming out of New England? Yeah, that $93,000 for not being there uh, weighed against just the $7 million, uh, that he's getting for this fifth year. That's the issue. $7 million. He was 2019 Defensive Player of the Year. Stefan Gilmore is worth a lot more money than that, and he knows that. Uh, I've spoken to both sides over the last few weeks just about the situation. It, it actually has been a little quiet. Um, during the season, it was really uh, – that's when I was getting a lot of information about New England being open to trading him. They were taking calls. Uh, they had had some conversations with teams about dealing him. Gilmore himself was – pretty mentally ready to be traded. I think he knows that it's on the table and it's something that can happen. And we we sure know the Patriots don't have um, any um, connections to anyone, it seems, right? No matter uh, how great of a player he is and how much he's part of the fabric of that team this year. Um, I do know Gilmore wants to stay in New England. He wants to be there. 
But at the same time, I think he weighs what, what a lot of players are weighing right now, which is, am I getting my worth? And I think him not showing up to minicamp is really just the first step um, as we get closer to training camp to really see how this gets resolved and whether or not he, he decides to sit out. But uh, I do know for, as of right now, I haven't heard around the league. It doesn't mean it's not happening, obviously. I haven't heard of any trades or conversations in place at this point. Hmm. Let's stay up in New England. Mac Jones started week one, Diana. Um. My opinion is, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna edge out Cam. That's my opinion. Uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I've, I've kind of shut the book on on Cam for a while, uh, just based on on what I saw. Really, that that's not me having conversations with New England at all. If anything, the one thing I always get out of New England when I talk about Cam with them is tons of just positive feedback. Uh, they're, they're really delicate with him when it comes to just, if, if you just listen to the press conferences, you don't even need to have private conversations. Um, it seems very, um, f- almost forced at times of, of how much they just embrace and, and lift up Cam, which I think is really good for him uh, mentally, right? They're trying to build him up the way we're seeing in Indy with Carson Wentz. Let's get his head straight. Let's, get, let's give him everything because he's still a great athlete. This is Cam New. In. But what Cam, what, what Mac Jones has been able to do in terms, in such a short amount of time, and everything I heard about him going into the draft and, and hearing what he's doing now in terms of just that mental side, which I, I don't think we should sweep that under the rug. To be able to be that young to step into the NFL, and yesterday was first day of, of minotaur minicamp for them. Weather was atrocious. It was awful. It was so rainy, and he did a really good job out there. In fact, it was really the first time we saw him air the ball out. He wasn't doing much of that during the OTAs or, you know, over the voluntary stuff over the last few weeks. So to, to see that side to him now, so we know he's picking up on the mental side and then the physical side. I mean, this is just going to get layered. You know Josh McDaniels is going to give him every possible tool he can to see if perhaps maybe a rookie could start for the New England Patriots in week one. Diana, let's go to, went from Mac Jones, let's go to Julio Jones. I really can't wait to see both A.J. Brown and Julio Jones play together (laughs) and Ryan Tannehill kind of handle that. But how have you heard the transition has been from him from being a Falcon to now being a Titan? Yeah, Jay, I was in Nashville last week, and this is an organization that doesn't really they're, – they're a little New England-like, <laughs> well, the old New England at least, in terms of just nobody really gets the pat on the back there. And, and that's not a criticism of how they run it, but it's just tough to impress those coaches, and it's tough to just impress their teammates. Everyone It's just a really high bar in Nashville. Uh, but it was really – uh, I thought interesting to see the vibe at practice when Julio was there for the first day for voluntary practices. Look, he's got a lot to learn still. Like you can see the transition from Atlanta to Tennessee is going to take a little time. Even just understanding the way they do things there is going to be different. It's just, I mean, anyone would go through that. It's not just a Julio issue. Uh, the speed of practice is even faster in Nashville. They, they do things quicker. Um, that, that's just the way they run it. So I, I think the transition is just going to continue and get better. But in terms of what he's done to show the team, to show the players, the staff, even the fans there, that maybe we're going to get the best version of Julio 
this season compared to, um, you know, some, some obviously duller moments that we saw in Atlanta. We, we know he dealt with injuries, so sometimes it's, it is hard to evaluate him. But we also know what he can do. And I think the Tennessee Titans do too. This offense knows. Ryan Tannehill knows it. Um, so in terms of a marriage at this point, yes, it's the honeymoon phase, always the best part. Um, but it just seems like communication is going really well and transition is going well. Diana, I kept my promise. No Aaron Rodgers questions, but I can't keep that promise the next time you're up. <laughs> but thank you for today. Appreciate you. Jay. Come on, Al. Help me out. Is I want to – I can't do, do it anymore. Do you have anything? I mean, I you gave us a hot take on Mac Jones. <laughs> hey, I mean, Diana, we can't let you get out of here without saying – Hey, we can't let you get out of here without saying, Jay, you've been in love. <laughs> <laughs> can't let can't let you get I'll out of here without saying that. Every time guys are like, Jay, you've been in love. You know, I'm like, why? I do it. You, you know, I don't know if you know that. You froze him yes, in his I'm tracks. I'm still in love. Yes. I, what? Yes. I, I, I know. The I know. I act tense. like I've ended your marriage. Right? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, like, what's going on? I've been in love before. You know what's like, text my wife. Like, are we good? Is everything okay? I don't. Diana keeps talking in past tense. I'm like, what is that kid? Yes, Right. Uh, this is like when you got to, cut. To, it's to like make Jay. the beautiful children you have, you have to <laughs> Thank be you. Thank you, Doc. Bring your playbook. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Coach wants We're to see you. We're going to need you to go, please. <laughs> it's time. Diana, all the best. Thanks so much. Thanks, Doc. All right. Love you guys. <laughs> Diana Rossini on the Goodyear Hotline brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven. So can Jameis avoid putting the INT in Saints? That's after Jay has this from Hulu. Still pounding on that remote control night after night. Come on, this thing needs to work. Hulu has all the shows and movies you love. And before you ask, do they have The Handsmaid's Tale or Grey's Anatomy or Sports Center? The answer is yes. Whether you're into live sports or news or award-winning originals and premium channels, it's time to have Hulu. Hulu plans start at $5.99 for thousands of shows, movies, and Hulu originals. And you can add other premium channels and live TV. It's all on the same app, so you're not having to download a million things at once. Keep the drama on your TV and keep streaming simple. It's time to have Hulu. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Greeny, and the Hawks have evened up their series with the Sixers two games apiece. Can Trey Young lead this team all the way to the conference final? We'll talk about that and more. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Market madness. You got another day, by the way, to vote here. And as predicted, Cleveland's showing up. So this is the other semifinal. The voting will end tomorrow at 5 a.m. Eastern. Baker Mayfield, Larry Fitzgerald. We've got over 4,600 votes so far with still 21 hours to go. And Baker Mayfield at almost 63% of the votes. Not surprising, right? Wow. Not surprising. So you have another day. And Yadi Molina beat Steph Curry. So, yes, market does matter as St. Louis showed up for Yadi. And he is how, in the finals uh, waiting. How long St. do we Louis have left? 21 hours. And what, what's now, has, has, has Gambo retweeted this yet out of feet at Arizona? I don't think Arizona so. Right now, no yeah. So, you got to see. Because right? once they're he retweets it, it's over. They're still asleep, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Phoenix, <sighs> that whole market, they have – yeah, they have that shot, yeah. 98.7 out yeah. there. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Cutting your wireless bill in half feels good. Get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month. That's up to 50% less than the other guys. Straight Talk Wireless. Speaking of Straight Talk, so we were talking about this with Diana Rossini uh, involving the Saints and their quarterback situation going forward. Drew Brees is gone, and now they have to replace. And Jameis Winston, you would think, as you said, Key, you expect, Taysom Hill just to stay in that role that he has really mastered uh, with Sean Payton and have Jameis Winston take over as the starter. What about what is it about Jameis Winston that we should trust it will work with New Orleans when he's kind of taking a sabbatical year as a backup after what we saw him do in Tampa? Well, let's go back to Tampa for a minute. It wasn't like he did not have some success in Tampa. Yes, he had the turnovers. That was a, a key he had problem. Some turnovers? For them. I said no. I said he had the turnovers. A lot of turnovers, and and that was the problem. But a lot of that is also what they ask him to do. They asked him to throw the ball all over the lot. And on top of that, let's be honest with each other. If you really break it down, film, and you watching the quarterback position, and you understand the position of quarterback, which I think I do, having played with enough and having played in the league, mm-hmm. some of those interceptions and turnovers, you could contribute to the position at the receivers, dropping the ball off the fingertips, running the wrong route, messing with the head of the quarterback, decide to slow down when they should keep going. So I'm always a guy, if he threw 30 interceptions, I'm going to discount some of those interceptions because other players are at fault, although he gets credit for that. A lot of times, based on the history of a player, his negative history also adds to his bad play meaning is self-inflicted. Some of the things that he did all the way back from college and even up in Tampa, that becomes a pile on. So no matter what you see with him, you have a negative connotation about his position at quarterback. He gets a clean slate in New Orleans. New situation, new town, new everything. I don't anticipate nor do I envision him throwing anywhere near 30 interceptions because Sean Payton (laughs) is not going to put him in that position to do those things. He's not going to ask him to throw the ball 55 times a game unless he has to because they're down and they're just deciding this is what we're getting ready to do. 
But if they're running their traditional style offense and what they do, it, he won't be putting the ball up in the air like that. He'll be very efficient. He'll be doing some of the same things that Drew Brees was able to do. It's he's, just, I mean, he's me. just yeah, it's Bruce Arians. I mean, Bruce Arians. No risk it, no biscuit. Exactly, no risk it, no biscuit. I mean, for the style in which they play, it just seems like Sean Payton is way more methodical and will be the better fit coaching style-wise for a younger quarterback trying to figure it out. And I'm not saying Bruce Arians can't do that. Well, he did. He won the Super Bowl. Just, yeah, <laughs> he figured yeah, it out. He throws you into the fire very quickly and says, it, figure it out. It's just, I just don't know how do you change who you are <laughs> Like, like you, you're calling if it I a don't, mental. If I take, well, he if got I perceived take, that if way. I, That's if, not who he is. It, you, you, you got to think, man. You know, you know this league. You cover this stuff. You're a writer. You know how it goes. He had a lot of negativity mm-hmm. to go with his negative play. You pile that on, nobody can see a clean vision. And it's self-inflicted. There's no question. But let's concentrate on his play on the field with a new head coach. That's what you concentrate on, not. Oh, he threw 30 interceptions. He also got into trouble. He also did this. But people can't get those sort of things out of their mind. So no matter what, they're going to say he cannot stop from throwing 30 interceptions. We shall see. Even when he throw five, they're going to say, see? See? That's just what they do.